0: This is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called "Aging Like a Guru." Who me? Well, part of aging like a guru is being mindful of of um, the choices we make and how we perceive the world, and be curious about what it is that has us see the world the way we do, and then live in the world the way that we do. I um I've been doing um on Facebook on Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific time. I've been doing these podcast kind of things, actually they're little videos, live videos called Friday Feasts on Facebook. And the intention of these Friday Feasts is to um, look at particular themes that came up in the week and then talk about it in relation to my work as a coach, uh, what clients show up with, um, my writing and my personal life, and uh, all over the place, so it's interesting. You you may find this too that during your week, like there's a particular theme that shows up. Like, wow, isn't that interesting? That showed up again today, or it showed up consistently over a number of days, or throughout the week. And so, over the last couple of weeks, um, the idea of what, and I may have talked about this already, but um, where we take on the responsibility of other people's situations, other people's lives to the degree that we harm ourselves um, and or harm them. Um, And it's kind of an interesting situation. So quite often for people who have uh, family members who are alcoholic, they have a, a challenging situation of when to go in and rescue versus saying, okay, my rescuing it doesn't serve them and it doesn't serve them because i'm enabling them to continue to use their substance of choice but also it's harming me in how i'm being in this process so how do i need to look at this so that i'm can detach from their life experiences their life choices and be more aligned with myself and myself and myself and myself in them and it's a huge huge undertaking. That's why, um, there's Alcoholics Anonymous and that's why there's, uh, Narcotics Anonymous and Pornography Anonymous and Sexual, Sex Anonymous. All of these programs, debtors, retailers, eating, uh, all of it because at some point, quite often, we're helping another person, but we're not and we're hurting ourselves in the process. Al-Anon or Nar-Anon, um, all of these different programs, um, adult children, uh, teenagers, um, uh, teenage Al-Anon programs. All of these are to say, how do I be me in the circumstances of another person hurting themselves or harming themselves? What, how do I do that? So that's one element. Uh, Another, what kind of brought this up, triggered this whole conversation was the potentiality to work with a client, this person who is an immigration lawyer. And if she loses a case, that in the individuals that she's there to support may go back or will go back if she loses the case. They'll go back to their home country where there's a potential, f- great, huge potential for, um, for more suffering and death. Um, and that's terrible to live with, that level of responsibility that if I fail at my job, this person's going to go back and perhaps be tortured and killed. That's horrible to live with. And yet- How do people do that? First responders, people in military, um, physicians, again I may have talked about all of this before but it comes up for each of us especially if we have people who we're taking care of or that we love and how do we respond when they're um, in a situation where they need more care than I can give or that you can give. So quite often we know, uh, you know, Alzheimer's is a very um, heavy, heavy process for the the person in Alzheimer's the the who has Alzheimer's, but the caregivers, uh, it's a huge responsibility, especially if it's a partner or a parent, a parent or partner, or um, a child of someone with Alzheimer's, uh, but any aging situation where there's a caregiver. How much are we caregiving and are we doing it to the degree that it becomes a burden, a burden uh, uh, on, we're we're burdening ourselves with our own stress, with the stress of taking care of another person? Huge conversation because it's like, what's the degree of obligation do I have? What's the degree of financial uh, burdensomeness on this? What's the, the place of I'll feel guilty if I don't do this? If I don't take care of this person, if I put them in a home, I'm going to feel guilty. Uh, What's the degree of shame? I'm a bad person if I don't take care of, if I make the choice to say, no, I'm not, I can't take care of you. I just, I'm not going to. Um, uh, What is the degree to which we do what we do so that we get some rewards out of it? If I take care of this person, then I look good, I look important, I get, uh, I get accolades approval, I might get some money out of this or whatever it is. But those are like the four big reasons why most, quite a few of us do what we do to the point of harming ourselves. And so I question that reality that we live in where we harm ourselves for the sake of another person. Now this, <laughs> this can come to the idea of, you know, the holiday season is showing up. This is today, this is the 22nd, I think, of uh, November. So Thanksgiving is coming up soon and Christmas is coming up soon. And we do things out of obligation because we should. And that again, coming back to that should question, I should because I should, you know, this is an obligation that I must fulfill. And yet I'm, upset about it. I'm not happy about it. I end up drinking too much. uh, I may be grumpy and isolate. All of those things that we do because we are doing this out of obligation, uh, as opposed opposed to that place of, I'm doing this because I want to. And again, in this whole, this is, I think, number five that I've done today, the podcast in terms of this series, of looking at who we are in this decision of, what is it that I what I feel I I should do because it's my obligation versus I really want to. So the idea of honoring our country. And so the military person, um, signs up to, to support and serve their country because they have that knowing and that heartfelt desire to serve. Um, and the same with any first responder EMTs, fire, fire, um, Fighters, uh, emergency people working in uh, hospitals, uh, nurses—all of these people who are first responders. But then it comes down to parents too, right? Because we take on the responsibility of these children, and we're first responders. Teachers, coaches—all all kinds of people are first responders. And and do we do it out of obligation, or do we do it because we actually love? these beings that we want to serve we love our country or we love our community we love our family and we want to be there for them that way my daughter and i have this conversation quite a bit because i i'm a i i and i think we all do it's like i feel like i'm obligated to do something here and yet i don't want to and that point of i don't want to do this but i have to do it that's, that's a point where I think a life coach could be beneficial to say, how do I, how do I be in this dilemma? How do I be in this dilemma? Not what do I do in this dilemma, but how do I discern my higher values for myself? How do I discern and distinguish what's mine versus what I should do? And is this in the best interest of the person that I think I should serve? These are all really interesting questions. I find them interesting. That's why I ask them all the time with my clients. And I love the work that I'm doing because I say, who are you in there? And what's the most important thing to you? How can you best serve yourself in serving someone else? If we're not in service, we're in servitude. And if we're in servitude, we have to look at, what's the, again, the, what's the, the um, source of that servitude? Why are we in service? service, air quote, servitude. It's usually obligation. Uh, I'm a victim. I have to do this. I'm oppressed. So um, my my situation calls for this out of me. And if that's true, how do we shift your orientation so that this doesn't keep being a burden to you, but that you can actually shift how you see this, perceive it, so it becomes a gift to you and the person that you're serving. Big work. Big, big work. So when my daughter and I have this conversation about obligation versus yes, absolutely, I'm going and loving it without harming myself, without over-drinking, overeating, whatever it is I do to compensate for my frustration of not wanting to do this, it's a really good thing to do, to look at. So whether we're um, taking care of our partners, our uh, parents, our children, this place of our country, this place of how do I honor this place in my heart that truly wants to be here in, in, the, in the fulfillment of this? That's the big, the big question. And I ask myself that all the time. And that's why I have this conversation with my daughter. It's like, she has a perspective and I have a perspective. And it's not a right, wrong, good or bad. It's just, we're both living with the same dilemma of how do you be you in circumstances that, that life brings you. So that's pretty much it for today. Um, it's funny, I start out with these little tiny pieces and, and think, oh my God, I may not be able to talk 10 minutes, but I generally go over. I hope these are of value to you. If they are, please let other people know about them. Share them with you, with others. If you're interested, there's a book called Aging Like a Guru, who me, and probably next year, year, 2020, I'll come out with a a second book of these um, blogs and um, ideas about aging like a guru. All right, big hugs to you. Bye for now.